0: Welcome to Mindful Living. With me, your host, Athea Davis, where I help you thrive, shine, and feel fully alive in all aspects of your life. It's equal parts informative, insightful, and inspiring. My guests and I share information and perspectives on a wide variety of topics to help you awaken and simply be and become a more aware and connected human aligned to their greatest truths, values, and potential. Remember, the world needs your unique spark in action. So let's breathe deep, shine bright, and light up the world
1: a few shades brighter. Hey there, you are listening to episode 135, Turn Overwhelm into Opportunity, with my special guest today, Jana York. And this is actually a special podcast episode in collaboration with the Coalition of Schools Educating Mindfully. Now, a little bit more about COSM here just a moment, but I do have to acknowledge my voice sounds a little off. This is so much better than it has been. I just got my voice back. And I would so love all those positive healing vibes for full recovery on the voice. You know, these respiratory things that really take hold uh, in the schools in the spring and the fall. Well, it definitely got me, but I'm happy to be on the other side of this. And I hope that uh, this, uh, this episode, when you listen to it, that it finds you doing really well in all the things. Okay, back to Cosm and why this is a special episode. I may have mentioned that I am on the board of the Coalition of Schools Educating Mindfully, and I came up with this idea and pitched it to Cosm and wanted to take some of the special events that Cosm was doing and share them on the podcast because. Many uh, of the events are things that I'm discussing here and it just seemed like a great way to promote all the great work that Cosm is doing. Now, the Coalition of Schools Educating Mindfully is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that supports education professionals to embed well-being and mindfulness within schools. You can become a member by visiting at educatingmindfully.org forward slash membership and choose what options supports your growth and intention. After joining, you gain access to the COSM member site where you can access all of their special recorded learning opportunities, including this special guest interview with Jana York today, which is found in the Learning Center within the member site. If you're looking for a supportive community for mindfulness within education, COSM would be a wonderful community to be a part of. Now, you're only going to get part of my uh, conversation. This is, again, from an event sponsored and facilitated by COSM, the Coalition of Schools Educating Mindfully. If you want the full uh, conversation, the full access to the event, Head on over to educatingmindfully.org forward slash membership, become a member, and there are tons of great resources for you if you are interested in mindfulness and well-being within education. Now, just a quick moment about Jana. Jana York is a certified mindfulness and meditation teacher and has been a mindfulness practitioner and children's mindfulness educator for more than a decade at international schools in Thailand and Japan. Her main passion is teaching children how to reduce anxiety and self-regulate while being in the present moment. She is the author of You is for Understanding – Claire's Journey Toward Mindfulness, a storytelling approach based on an eight-year-old's journey of learning mindfulness in her school. The book contains more than 30 activities to introduce mindfulness, social-emotional learning, self-regulation, and gratitude. The first three chapters of You for You is Understanding, and three of the activities are available for free on YouTube. I'll make sure I link that in the show notes. Miss York is also the special contributor of Teaching Mindfulness, a guidebook for teachers, parents, counselors, and caregivers. And she's also featured in the book from our very own Cosm, Educating Mindfully, Stories of School Transformation Through Mindfulness. Well, without further ado, I do hope you enjoy episode 135, turning overwhelm into opportunity with my special guest today, Jana York, and this special episode in collaboration with the Coalition of Schools Educating Mindfully. If you'd like the full episode, head on over to their membership site at educatingmindfully.org forward slash membership. Enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side. And I want to
2: welcome... Uh, Jana York to our event tonight turning overwhelm into opportunity. It is October. When you're in education, you might be familiar with the fact that October is the longest month of the year, that uh, joy and excitement from uh, the beginning of the school year is starting to wane. Uh, those longer holidays in November and December. Uh, Barbara, Attendance League. Link, yes, let me give you that credit, um, credit. There's a link here really quick. So those attending for COSUM, uh credit, I'm gonna copy this here in the, nope, I copied the wrong one. Um, yes, you're welcome. As soon as I can pull, I copied it earlier, so I had it right here. Okay, there we go, and you can click on that link and log your um, hours in COSM. So, as I was saying, uh, longest month of the year, uh, those holidays in November, December seem like they are light years away. And so I thought having a conversation around turning overwhelm into opportunity would be a really great uh, time well spent. And so, I want to introduce Jana here really quickly. Jana is a certified mindfulness and meditation teacher. And has been a mindfulness practitioner and children's mindfulness educator for more than a decade at international schools in Thailand and Japan. Her main passion is teaching children how to reduce anxiety and self-regulate while being in the present moment. So I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm wearing cats. I'm going to allow people to come in. I'm introducing (laughs) Jana, and I'm, I'm staying grounded in my feet as we're doing all of this, trying to be present. We're doing it. We're doing it. She is the author of You Is For Understanding, Claire's Journey Toward Mindfulness, a storytelling approach based on an eight-year-old's journey of learning mindfulness in her school. The book contains more than 30 activities to introduce mindfulness, social and emotional learning, self-regulation, and gratitude. The first three chapters of You Is For Understanding, and three of the activities are available for free on YouTube. Jenna, maybe later on, you can drop that YouTube link. I don't know. If you don't have it handy, we'll get it in the in the okay. link to you guys for sure. Um, she is also a special contributor along with Dr. Amanita Beckstein of Teaching Mindfulness, a guidebook for teachers, parents, counselors, and caregivers. And of course, she's also featured in the COSIM book, Educating Mindfully, Stories of School Transformation Through Mindfulness. Jenna, welcome. I'm really excited to have you at our event uh, this evening.
3: Thanks, Cynthia. It's it's so good to be here. And you're going to be doing a lot of different things, so I hope you don't get overwhelmed today.
2: (laughs) Well, practice it in the moment. That's the best, right? right. right? Yeah.
3: Yes. Yes. I think that's a a great way to start out. If uh, the participants don't mind, we'll just do a quick little check-in.
2: I would Um, love that. I okay. think I, it sums up. I mean, I think a little mindful check-in, we would all benefit from that before. Great. We
3: type great. Yeah, we often have to be told to do it. So yeah. let's do it for just, okay. you know, three to five minutes. So okay. um, I just invite you to get into a comfortable position, whatever that looks and feels like for you. Um, feet flat on the floor, preferably. Um, anything that you need to loosen up, get yourself get some tension out and as you feel comfortable, maybe drawing your gaze downward or close your eyes if that's comfortable. If not, that's perfectly fine too. I wanna make this little practice a one of uh, self-care and self-love, self-gratitude. So we'll just begin by checking in, noticing our thoughts. Too often we try to push the thoughts away, but it's important to allow them to come into our, our being right now.
4: You don't need to grab onto the thought, just observe it. There's probably a lot going through your mind right now. So allow yourself a moment here just to observe your thoughts. You can see them like the clouds you know, passing by in the sky or maybe even like a leaf flowing down a river. Now, if we can just let those thoughts pass on by
3: and let's check in with our breath. The breath is so important in meditation and mindfulness. No specific way to breathe right now.
4: Just noticing that you're breathing.
5: Noticing the inhale and the exhale. Right now, there's nowhere to go, nothing to do, just breathe.
4: Each time that your mind will start to wander off, it's okay, that's normal. Just bring it back to the breath. Now, checking in with your body, maybe noticing any sensations that you might be feeling, any tension, any tingling, warmth, coolness, just noticing the body. See if you can use your breath breathe into those areas that might need some attention. And if you're feeling good, that's great,
5: just noticing.
4: And now, because this is a little self-care, I wanna give you some words, a little mantra for you, especially honoring this busy month. I want you to know three things. You can say them to yourself quietly or what other words you want to use. I am human. I am loved.
5: I am enough. I am human. I am loved. I am enough. So we'll just stay there for a few more moments.
4: Okay, our mindfulness practice will soon be complete, but give yourself some gratitude taking the time to pause truly is an act of self-care. Whenever you feel ready, come back to the larger space. Wiggle your hands and feet and open your eyes.
3: Mm, thank
2: you for that. You're it's great to start in that grounded present space. Yeah,
3: it's so important.
2: So in this grounded and present space that we're in, you know, oftentimes, whether we're, you know, we're in education, parenting, living life in the day and age here in 2022, there's a lot going on. Um, I was having a conversation with a fellow colleague educator the other day, and we were talking about how it's very hard in a system and system, meaning in our education system, that is do more, be more, get this done. There are a thousand things to do. How do we slow down? How are we mindful in such a huge system coming our way and we're feeling overwhelmed? How do we shift that overwhelm into into an an opportunity to slow down. What are some initial first steps that we could take?
3: Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. We can all acknowledge that. And and we've all felt this overwhelm from time to time. And, you know, sometimes overwhelm is good. You know, you might feel like you're overwhelmed with joy. Some event or something might have happened. But I think what is important as a first step is to understand what happens when you become overwhelmed,
5: hmm. and
3: both in the mind and the body, and so maybe this will be something that will help you attune to what's going on. But first of all, you know it's, it's it's a surge of emotions. Everything's coming at you at once, right? We know that's what overwhelm means. It's chaos. But what happens in the body, like in the mind? Have you ever noticed when you become overwhelmed, you're so forgetful? You can't remember stuff. You put your <laughs> keys in the refrigerator. Where are my keys? They're in the refrigerator. You know, there's yeah. you have this brain fog. You can't think clearly. So, or,
2: or you freeze. Like oftentimes, I might like I'm staring at my computer, wondering. I know I have to be doing something, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but I don't know what that is.
3: Right, right. And and I like just what you did is you laughed because I'm going to talk more about laughter. I think that's it's a good release, but. Yeah. So that's the, what's happening in the mind, but in the, the, um, physiological part of the body, there's, it's wreaking havoc. And it's really important to know that because your uh, sympathetic nervous system, that's the fight, flight, or freeze. It's, Mm -hmm. it's going crazy. And you may notice like your heart rate might go up. Your uh, blood pressure could even go up. Your respiration is shallow. So you're not breathing as deeply as you should be. Mm -hmm. There's, um, your hands might tingle, you might feel tension. So all these things are happening in the physiological sense, and also all this brain fog going on. So it's overwhelm is something that needs to be attended to. And mm-hmm. I'm really emphatic about that. You know, you have to, it's okay to be there for a little bit, but you've got to do something to soothe and calm yourself because it's it's a high, high state of anxiety, actually. So um I, I want to go over, if we can do the slide, maybe I'll go over yeah. some things that can, Let me pull up I box. just, yeah, I just put some ideas together of what, what you might want to do. And what you need to know is you need to make a list prior to yourself going through overwhelm, because when you're overwhelmed, you're not going to be able to think straight. So um, if we can just look at some of these things, and I'd love to hear, you know, what things you guys might be doing as well. So as she's getting that ready.
4: Um, I made it into an
3: acronym. I use SMILE because SMILE is important, right? So the first one is soothe. So when you're going through overwhelm, you need to have something in your toolkit. What can I do to soothe myself? Um, that might be, um, and maybe you can't do it right, right. at that moment, because I'm going to suggest that you take a hot bath that night or you get a massage. And so You know, you might not be able to do when overwhelm is happening right now, but it's something that you'll do as a self-care thing later on because you need to check back in with yourself and do something. Mm -hmm. Um, Simplify, you know, it's super hard, super easy to say, super hard to do. But if there's any things that you can, you know, put off to the side and uh, maybe your lesson plan has got lots and lots of moving parts and maybe you can just pick one or two of those that you can go through. Um, as a parent, maybe you've got a lot, a lot of activities going on with the kids. Maybe you can try to, you know, work with them and eliminate some of the activities. But it really requires things to be simplified until you can get back into your, you know, your parasympathetic state, that rest and digest state. So it's uh, self-care, and that's exactly what we're talking about today. Uh, I find that uh, movement is very important when you're feeling overwhelmed and I don't mean to go out and run a marathon or you know do a yoga class just any kind of light movement that you can do because what happens when to get out of your head you need to get into your body Mm. so if you can do something that's sensing or something that you can feel in your body it's going to help Clear your mind a little bit. So, I think that one's really, really important. And if you're teaching, maybe and you're feeling overwhelmed, or maybe the kids are feeling overwhelmed, maybe you can stop and do a few little activities, you know, something really simple and easy.
2: Um, You know, Jenna, I want to pause really quick because you said some awesome things under the S and this acronym for smile. I love the acronym. Um, And and even just going back before before that, I think number one, uh, and I want to underscore this, is that. The overwhelm is one, you become aware of what the signs are for you when you're in an overwhelmed state. That could be my heart is beating faster. That could be that I'm frozen. I can't really like, I can't process any more information staring at my computer screen and I don't know what to do next or misplacing things. Like you said, with the keys in the refrigerator, Uh, these might be signs that, that you are in overwhelm right? Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you may be, uh, <clears throat> you you might uh, be talking really fast, <clears throat> excuse me. So just knowing personally what those signs are. And I had this conversation uh, going back to the S and Simplify with a colleague today. <clears throat> we talked about how important routine is in our day, but oftentimes being in an education environment, sometimes you have to be in this happy um, adaptability and flexibility mode. And so if routine really helps reduce your anxiety and helps have some control over that overwhelm that you might feel from time to time, oftentimes uh, when that routine shifts, we feel like it's hard to function because we're thinking about all the things that we're not able to do. And so you had said something under simplify, and I want to underscore this because it's really important, is that you can only do what you can do in that moment. Put your feet on the ground and just know, what do I have to do? Do I have, and start naming it, put two minutes on the timer. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this activity. If You know, like anything else that you thought you were going to do an hour from that point forward or just, you've got to shift that and just go with each moment. So I wanted to really underscore that super powerful uh, tool. And um, thank you for allowing me to interject here really quickly before we moved forward.
3: No, abs- absolutely. I totally agree. And because I'm not a full time teacher now, I'm in a retirement state. So I but I'm I keep up with all my colleagues. And I'm kind of yeah. like their coach sometimes because they're always, they're always like, there's never enough time. And even when I'm trying to promote mindfulness, I yeah. have so many people say, I don't have time. I don't have time. Yeah. Well, we we just spent, you know, four minutes doing a little med- meditation and that that's mindfulness. It it right. doesn't have to be something huge, but um yeah. I think that it's really important to take a closer look um, at, at what you're doing and and what you can do. Um, and then let's see what, what interests you? I know this is, this is hard, like, but you need to try to find things that are not in parenting and not in teaching. If you can find something that interests you and afford a little bit of time to that, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to help you grow. And that's going to help you not uh, think so much about all the things that you're, you know, working towards, you know, what, I don't know what it might be. It might be a hobby or reading or something that sues you, but you got to take care of yourself, right? This is all about self-care. You know, my talk here is what interests you keep those interests open because sooner or later, your, your work's going to be done. And what are you going to be left at? You're going to say something. Yes. Yeah.
2: I was going to say, when I think about this, I in the acronym, what interests you, I think about a lot A state of overwhelm, perhaps that's going on for more than just a moment, or you know, throughout that day. It's a collection of moments that have been added Mm -hmm. together, and you realize, wow, I really need to slow down, and I really need to carve out this time to uh, to be with myself because I've been giving in all these other spaces. So when I hear that, that's what I'm hearing, and I and I feel that that's super powerful. One thing that I do from time to time in those states of overwhelm is just mindful art, whether it's Zen-tangle uh-huh. or, uh, coloring mandalas. I just personally find it very soothing. I don't have to think much about what I'm doing other than coloring in the lines and choosing a color, <laughs> you know, it's very, yeah. very uh-huh. simple. Uh, but it's something that I know, um, that, that I'm allowing that inner child to be ignited a little bit, bringing that right. joy factor back. Um, so I, that's, that's just something that came to my mind. And I wanted to throw that out there because oftentimes, uh, or when, I, you know, if we're looking at that, it, I think what you're saying, it's sometimes in that moment, we're not going to do the thing that we're interested in doing. We have to get right. through, we have to stay in the challenge we are mindfully trying to stay through that challenge building our emotional resilience and mental fortitude but yet also like reflecting through and saying you know what this if it keeps happening i perhaps need to carve out some time in the evening or on the weekend and reignite that that energy right. mm-hmm.
3: Ab- absolutely i i totally agree with that and we got to convince others to do that but Uh, So and then the other thing is the intervention of others. And what I mean by that is
1: to listen to my complete conversation with Jana York as part of a special event with a coalition of schools, Educating Mindfully, head on over to educatingmindfully.org forward slash membership. You can become a member and listen to this complete conversation, watch the event episode, and have access to an amazing network and awesome sauce resources.
0: Thank you so much for listening. I hope today's episode brought you tons of value and made your day feel a little extra vibrant. Share it with your people and take a moment to subscribe to the show. And let's stay connected. You can follow me on social media at Athea Davis, A-T-H-E-A-D-A-V-I-S, at Athea Davis, or visit my website, atheadavis.com to sign up for The A-List, my free mindful living monthly resource keeping you in the know for all the things to help you grow and glow. And you can also learn more about my programs, books, and resources. Until next time,
2: have an awesome sauce day, in every way.